listening to Special Talks, a podcast from SpecialQuanticles.com that features inspirational, informative, and empowering talks. Information will be given at the end of this podcast about how you can send in your feedback and download more podcasts from SpecialQuanticles.com. And now... Those who may not have heard that song before, that's this called Overcomer by uh, Amandisa. He was a popular um, Christian artist. My name's <laughs> My name's Daniel Smikowski, and I'm happy and honored to be here to share with you my story about overcoming obstacles with with the special needs label that that society has put on me and uh, about the mission and vision of Special Chronicles that uh, I have founded that I have founded five years ago. So I was born in Long Beach, California a long time ago, and I was three, pound, three and a third pounds, but I drastically dropped down to less than a pound. And when I was born, I was in a, a small incubator, like you see here, with all of these tubes and machines ho- hooked up uh, um, onto me. And uh, like some people say that they might need uh, to have coffee through, th- through them in a tube. When I was born, I actually had, uh, I actually had a, a tube that was, that, that, uh, that, that was in this pout of me, and there was, and I was told that 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 there was a coffee tube that that was hooked up, and so and that and that's at the corner of my stomach, so, uh, so, that 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 that's how it. So it's thanks to it's thanks to uh, all of the medical and the developmental challenges that I've had that. Uh, can let me know exactly where my stomach is, because uh, because because of that skull from uh, when I was born. Due to being born premature, I was diagnosed with learning disabilities and a speech disorder. So what that means is is that when I was born, there was parts of my brain uh, processes information in a, in a in a different way. And when I was born, the, I had a lot, uh, a lot of speech therapies, and 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 deaf and hard of hearing therapies to uh, help me when I was young. The doctors said to my parents to just take it a day at a time, and it's always stayed with me in. In, in order to keep to keep me alive, once I arrived home, my parents took it day by day to determine what I needed in order to, to be healthy. And so my parents showed me how to believe and to just try my, my best each each day. And so going through 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 school from when I was young all the way through college and even beyond. Uh, that's what I focused on, was just trying my best. Uh, I never focused on the actual letter grade. Um, if I got an F, 
I, I didn't care if I got an A, I, I, I didn't care. So I, I never let a, anything stop me. And my, both of my parents and, and, and my two younger sisters both have helped me as well, including, including all, of, all of my stuffed animals who, who helped me too, including even now today when I, when I record podcasts on, on a weekly basis, they, they are the ones who, who, all, who all, all in studio audience each week. So in these early, these very early days uh, was when I was starting to overcome the, the, the challenges and the um, disability label uh, that I was diagnosed with. At the age of four, I, we moved from, from Southern California to here, I was gonna say to the west suburbs of Chicago, but you guys all know Westmont, so. <laughs> and being in a, in a new city and home uh, can have challenges for a lot of people, but for, for me, it, it, was, it, it was extra challenging because uh, not having any friends growing up and, and, and just uh, being able to be in a new place and, and knowing where to go was challenging. But with the help, with the help of my grandparents and, 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 and parents, I was able to learn how to take the bus, how, how to walk to places, and drive as well. So that way he helped me to get through those challenges. I'd like to share with you a brief, a brief video clip, or audio picture, multimedia clip, from some listeners and some other, some, some other, uh, some listeners, some people, some other groups that I have spoken to uh, that will give you um, an, uh, another idea um, on the work.
so he was, you know, so he's at his house and he's like, you know, fixing some things here and there or whatever. We're kind of, it's just the two of us in the chat room. So now transitioning from the Oleos to preschool, kindergarten, and both second and third grade, I went to to Oyotunani, so our Catholic school just down the street from us, and they were good, but the since it took me longer to process information and learn how to read and and to learn how to write, they didn't have the special education services that would be able to allow me to achieve uh, and to overcome the obstacles that I had. So I kept going up to the I, I kept going up to the uh, uh, teacher over and over and over and over and over and over again. And so I got tested then for learning di disabilities. And then I, I, uh, after some meetings, then I went to the, to the public school, so to, uh, so to Manning School on the, in the other direction. And I was able to uh, achieve uh, better with the special education services. And they were able to force, uh, and it's still a lot of the, the same special ed teachers because at the beginning of this year, I went back on my birthday after graduating from college. And they, they, they helped me to really early, early on learn how to self-advocate for myself. And some of the tools that I learned there is one tool for math is to, is to use is to use uh, so it's called touch points where you draw a number where you draw dots on numbers and then uh, and when I first learned that tool I, I had to actually draw the numbers out to help me count and I still use it today except now I just do it in the air but that's a tool that really helped me in the in the special education program another uh, another tool that, that special education teachers have taught me is, is how to use audiobooks and to, to help me in, in healing what I'm reading. And then when I went into middle school and then high school, all still here in, in, in this same town, they, uh, through the SASED program, they helped me to learn how to use the accessible tools on the Mac. Uh, to um, uh, help me read and and other uh, accessible tools. And in the special education program, they have also taught me about how to have um, my um, daily life skills. So what they taught us how to go shopping, how to go to a, a restaurant, how to take the bus, how to take the train. Uh, and even though my grandparents, they have helped me, but the special education teachers have even more reinforced uh, that part as well. So throughout my uh, uh, middle school and high school years, they helped to give given me ex ex extended time on tests and to test in, in a separate room so I wouldn't be distracted from all the other noise that was going on. And so by the time when it comes to college, I was able to have that the self-advocate skills where I was able to go to the, the Disability Services Office at, at Roosevelt University in downtown Chicago and 
they were able to help me uh, with the accommodations and, and to meet uh, two days a week scheduled meetings, but I was also able to go in there even, um, even more after my classes to really, to really help me. I recently discovered that communication is my biggest struggle, but it's also my um, biggest um, passion. And this here um, was in the Disability Services Office at um, Wolfsburg University. Be that was in my first year before they tore it down. Uh, they, uh, th it was an old, old building, so they tore it down. And throughout, th throughout my college years, they were in the process of building a new building. And it's now a 32-story building. And, uh, and it's the second, second tallest academic building across the country. And now, today, I, uh, I graduated. So this December 14th will be one year since I've graduated from Roosevelt University. Uh, and I have a, a, a BA in, in journalism. And even on graduation day, I, I was uh, working. So now, <laughs> Transitioning from now school to to activities and to sports uh, into competing in Special Olympics. When I was growing up, it it, it was really hard for, for me to swim or, or to catch the ball. But one of one of my special education teachers in high school had taught had introduced me to. To, to to the ceasefire program in Donald's Grove and in in the areas here, which introduced me to Special Olympics. And in Special Olympics, I come t t to loan the athlete oath, which is let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. And I've really been able to, they, they've really opened uh, the uh, doors for me in Special Olympics into into making friends and the joy and the and and also having a lot of fun and we just had a swim meet the, this past Saturday out in, in St. Charles and had a lot of we we had a, um, a lot of fun I was able to um, live tweet doing the whole thing um, not when I was in the pool uh, as I made a joke on this week's podcast but uh, it's it's a, and then just 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 having all all that fun in Special Olympics and um, it it doesn't matter what place that we come in it just matters that that we have fun so we're swimming fast and one moment from and this is true for all the Special Olympics competitions that ha that happen all year round n not just once a year um, yeah oh not not two times a year it happens all year round. And at the Special Olympics, at our swim meet this past Sunday, there was one swimmer that was in the pool swimming, I believe, on two, 200 yards. There was, there was nobody else in his heat. But the, everybody in the entire pool was cheering for the one swimmer that was swimming 200. And you, you don't get that, that uh, you don't really get that in, in, in other sporting events. So you can probably tell, hopefully, through hearing me today, if you listen to a any of the podcasts, uh, any of that emotion and this and the pictures here will hopefully show you the uh, joy that we all have.
in Special Olympics. I'd like to introduce you to uh, the Special Chronicles podcast uh, with a short trailer. Uh, so since my, my mouth is dry, uh, this will help to uh, give you an introduction to the, the Special Chronicles podcast. And this video, this video clip, those posts of this clip that beginning of this year aired on, on CBS 2. Different from you, but we're all together. You're listening to the Special Chronicles podcast with your host Daniel, the show where we talk about respect and the message of the Special Olympics with the intent to educate and inform others about people with disabilities. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Special Chronicles podcast. My name is Daniel, and I am your host. Uh, of this podcast. In this podcast, is it's helped to show you how we need to respect um, all of us with intellectual disability. Now, in this podcast, what I would like to talk about is my special Olympics message, uh, as, as well as any news that's going on, um, perhaps some Catholic and Christian faith topics, because uh, that's a big, important part of my life, and I think we, we can kind of find a way to connect that with uh, Special Olympics, and uh, also some feedback that you have and the positive music. I encourage you all to change the award to respect. Every one of us deserves respect. My name's Tim Schreiber. Um, not the older, more important one, but the younger one that most people don't know. We think it's so important to recognize the ability in people and celebrate them for who they are, and so we decided to partner with Best Buddies to do a road trip to promote social acceptance. <clears throat> I decided to stay home with the kids and you know quit my job at the newspaper. Yeah. Even though I had such great times as a reporter, um, being a mother is uh, every bit as difficult, every bit as challenging, every bit as rewarding. Words are powerful. Hearing the R word makes people with intellectual disabilities and those who love them feel like less valued members of humanity. And it is that time of the show where we talk about spread the word to end the word. And through the power of podcasting, I am back in the podcast studio for SpecialChronicles.com. Six, three, zero, three, eight, four, nine, one. Three, seven. Spend time with Daniel and to see how he navigates through all of his radio equipment here. Um, the podcast is just a joy to listen to. I, I find the interchange between Daniel and Georgia very exciting. Great to hear about the current topics and to hear about their feelings about uh, Special Olympics and the R word and, and current events. I think we lost all our listeners. Oh, come on. This is so unfair. You have to edit this. No, not self-edit this part out. Could not time this up any... Uh, I don't want to stop the recording. I'm going to have to edit this part out. Okay. <laughs> My song clips are all worked. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Kale and God bless. Thank you so much. So... Special Chronicles is a not-for-profit organization that I founded five years ago. We officially became, in the state of Illinois, a non-profit uh, the last week of July 2013, so just a few months ago. Um, but this vision, it all started with 
how I found that all of us with special needs need to have our voices heard. And the, 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 the whole vision of having our voices heard, it kept being, it, I'll, I'll, it, it kept coming back, back to me, you know, as I was developing this, the, the, the past five years now going on to our, now going on to our sixth year with our mission of giving respect and, and a voice to people with special needs. I've, I've heard in talking to my, my friends, uh, they want their voices heard, but then I also talked, there was a, a parent uh, who, uh, on the East Coast, um, in, uh, on the East Coast in the New York area, they're actually moving to, to Pennsylvania at the beginning of the, the new year, but they, they have a son with, uh, a young son with autism, and uh, she wrote a review in iTunes about how Special Chronicles, so our um, flagship program, is giving uh, a voice to people with special needs. Uh, so between that and then uh, the beginning of last year in a front page, a front page story in, of the Westmont Progress, and then in the Trib Local, those newspaper stories, in addition to that review in iTunes from that parent, that all kind of had the whole, okay, he or they or having the voices heard. And so that's how I, that's how that calling came for the vision and the mission of Special Chronicles. I started this just by when I became a, a global, so in my first year of college was, was when I first developed this. And then in two, spring of 2009, I, I became a global messenger or a speaker for Special Olympics. And so ever since the very first speech that, that I gave, I started to record the audio of the speeches I was given. So much like you see me, me today with, with this audio recorder and, and, and this lavalier mic that I have on me today, I'm recording the audio. And I made that available as a podcast uh, for people to across the entire globe to listen to. And so if you have friends or family who are not here today, they won't, they won't be able to see the slides or the videos, but they can at least hear the story. They can still hear uh, the uh, message. And so the, the mission, once again, is to give respect and a voice to people with special needs through using new media or, uh, and this podcast and technology, uh, or I guess now it's social media. The, at the Catholic New Media Conference uh, this, past, uh, th this past October in Boston, the keynote speaker was Marcino Palatai from the Social Communications Office in the Vatican, who says actually it's 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 social media. So social so instead of new media, it's social media because we'll reach it out and it's it's more than just a one-way conversation. We'll be, we're able to communicate across the entire globe. And uh, specialquanticles.com. I've got some flyers and clouds. That, uh, that I can give you afterwards. Um, and it's available in iTunes and, uh, and on Stitcher uh, Radio, uh, which is you can listen on, on, your, on your smartphone, your tablets, or just on the computer as well. So it's available in a, on a number of platforms. Uh, and even in some new calls, you, you can even get and listen to our podcasts. But you probably don't want to just hear my, my word. 
um, <laughs> it and the the work here at Special Chronicles. But Bunny and, and, and Amy White, they wrote a song called It Starts With The Voice. There's another song called, um, that's called Be The One that um, uh, next year will be uh, getting into schools across the entire um, country. Um, but they have four children. Their two oldest daughters don't have disabilities, but their two youngest, Bo and Biddy, have Down syndrome. And Bo was just, uh, he is, uh, Bo is, is, is stoned in a new movie next year that's called um, Little Accidents, um, I believe. But anyways, I got a chance to talk with um, Ben and Amy uh, uh, earlier this year, this past spring. And so this is just a short clip from that hour-long interview uh, on what they think of Special Chronicles. So here's Ben and Amy. I can tell you one of the things we're definitely going to do, Daniel, is we're going to uh, have them sit and watch all of your podcasts to see <laughs> how it's done because you are doing a fantastic job and are a tremendous, tremendously good role model for them and shows them that that really you can do just about anything you, you put your mind to, and that, that clearly is what you're doing here. So that's one thing we're going to do, uh, is let them watch uh, your work, uh, what you've already done and, and what you're currently doing and what you'll do in the future. It's just the time we've spent with you today, the fact that you're doing what you're doing and using the Internet and leveraging it in such a powerful and positive way is what will help us attain our, our goal and our dream of, of getting people's perceptions and the way they frame people with, with special needs and, and different intellectual and developmental disabilities differently. And uh, we just encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing because it's, it's, it's good work, it's powerful work, it's well done, and uh, you, are, uh, you are the tip of the spear. And thank you for being that Thanks. Uh, for people like us. And if, if you go to specialchronicles.com slash Daniel, you can watch a two-minute um, video clip when Rob Johnson from CBS2 uh, had interviewed me as part of the Yo Chicago segment. And also at specialchronicles.com slash Daniel, you can read um, uh, one of my journalism professors, John W. Fountain, has a, has a, a weekly column in the Chicago Sun-Times. And two days before graduation last year, he published a column that had profiled me. So if you're interested in reading that or seeing what aired on CBS2, um, the, the, the easy place to go is to, is to specialchronicles.com slash Daniel. So uh, Special Chronicles started out as just one podcast with a few different names, but uh, we have a number of different online shows or, or, or as it's, it's known uh, podcasts, um, Special Chronicles is our flagship program, and that's a news and, and interview style sh show that covers Special Olympics and disability stories from our insider perspective, meaning those of us who have the, the label of a disability uh, having us be able to tell all stories. And, and within Special Chronicles, we have a few different uh, series uh, a couple of um, ongoing series. One is called Meet Us So Athletes, where, where I uh, uh, profile the stories of, of, of other Special Olympics athletes. 
and that that and that is just that that, that that's an on, ongoing series. Next level was actually a <laughs> independent study project that I did my last few months um, of um, college, um, but luckily um, with the support of some of my professors, I was able to tie that in with Special Chronicles. And next level is also telling the stories of Special Olympics athletes and global mes uh, messengers, but next level is those Special Olympics athletes who are either attending or have graduated from college. So there's actually quite a few of those, and so that's what Next Level is. And Informational Lessons is a series that I have on, this, on the Special Chronicles podcast, and in the Informational Lessons series, I answer your questions about Special Olympics and, and Special Needs as well, because a lot of people think that Special Olympics is just one, is just, uh, one time or well, the other year, but it's not. So we try to help to answer your questions in, in that series as well. So Special Chronicles is our flagship program. Beyond the, the, the Disabilities is actually a new show that I just launched. So Special Chronicles is weekly. We record it on either Saturdays or Sundays, published on Mondays or in this week. In, this week will have to be recorded today. I mean, it'll be it'll be published today, um, just because it takes a long time to edit. But so that's a weekly program. And Beyond Disabilities is, is is a second weekly program that's usually recorded usually Tuesdays, but it'll have to be recorded next next Tuesday. Beyond the Disabilities I just launched that like two weeks ago by accident. <laughs> Beyond D Disabilities is a uh, round table or a virtual roundtable uh, show goes more in-depth on issues relating to people with disabilities using Google Hangout technologies. And it was an, it was an accident because I, was, I, I had it scheduled to interview a special Olympics athlete, but because of some uh, scheduling problems and, and um, that, I, one of my other co-hosts, he was online and we just got talking on Skype, and this it just kind of happened, and uh, it was uh, really good. And last Tuesday was the uh, United Nations International Day of Persons with Disabilities, and we recorded a special podcast on Beyond Dis Disabilities, that where we talked about the mission which of the of the UN International Day of Persons with Disabilities, which is to break down barriers, open open doors for a more inclusive society. So we we talked about that from our, our perspective on, on what that means. And then special talks, you can probably guess what what that is, but that is um, like what you what you see on, on me today, recording the audio of, of speeches and the audio of presentations of special Olympics global messengers. And so it's a lot of the speeches that I've given. But I actually do have some of some other special Olympics uh, global messengers. At some of the, uh, we have trainings down at our state state headquarters down in in Normal, Illinois, and so um, sometimes I get a chance to, to record those speeches. And so I'm starting now to include more of those on there. Special walks is um, yes, it's like taking a walk on the beach, <laughs> like I did earlier this year. But it's it, it's a walk cast, so I take. Like you see in the, in, the, in the picture for special walks on there, I take this audio recorder and I walk around. So if you ever see me 
on the street with this audio recorder. I'm not just talking to myself. I'm not crazy. I'm actually recording a, a audio show that anyone across the entire globe can hear. And that's kind of more informal. And uh, so Update Podcast is, uh, is uh, where I provide um, coverage via podcast. So these podcast um, updates, coverage of, of different competitions. I actually launched this one, a solo update podcast, at the beginning of this year, as the as the uh, Special Olympics World Games was happening earlier this year in in Korea, which it's the same place where the regular Olympics is going to happen, but the Special Olympics. We were there <laughs> first, and uh, there's a lot. It, it seems like there's a lot more people at, at the Special Olympics competitions. And so that, that's what I try to do there and hopefully more in the future. Uh, the, the SCTV video podcast is, uh, is, is where it's the video editions of our shows uh, and interviews and interviews. And it can be found on SpecialChronicles.com and, uh, and on YouTube. And then the Are You Inspired is, it used to be a college radio sh show that I had, uh, uh, faith-based. Um, it's now a podcast. So that is a few short audio samples. Here is um, Brand Hansen, who was diagnosed with uh, Asperger's. The wonderful thing for me is that uh, I'm in radio where a lot of times your, your body language when you have Asperger's, you don't pick up on a lot of subtleties in body language, and I give off all the wrong body language yeah. all the time. So radio is a wonderful thing for me. Nobody <laughs> can see me. So I I have a social outlet, but I don't have to worry about the the, the challenges that I normally have in, in dealing with people socially. So radio has been really wonderful. I really feel like it is a gift. Yeah. Like all these challenges, everything I grew up with, it's a struggle. Yeah. I can see the flip side. So it is a challenge. Marriage is a challenge. I'll say that Asperger's has some advantages when it comes to marriage. For instance, I can't flirt, and my wife knows it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't ever have to worry about that. And I, I think most Aspies are extremely loyal people. High-functioning autism is what Asperger's is. Okay. Uh, so it's it's mild form of autism. I'm going to fast forward to the very end. My name is Maria DeSabato. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I have an extraordinarily large family. My disability, I am dyslexic. I found out I was dyslexic when I was in second grade and have been kind of battling slash living with it ever since. Uh, my reading level is like about fifth grade and my spelling is second. I should put that out there. It's like, <laughs> it's a pretty severe dyslexia I have. It's not like, dyslexia is a very broad term with a lot of different I always have to tell people I'm dyslexic. No one really assumes it. Even when I'm reading, they're kind of just like, what is this girl doing? Why can't she read? So I always have to tell people. And I know I've never been a big, that's always my least favorite thing when I first meet people is into telling them I'm dyslexic because it's like I get three reactions. Nancy is someone <laughs> I couldn't live without personally. So I heard a great story today. What's that story? You can find that on episode 64. And here's Rob Johnson from CBS2 with his endorsement. Hi, this is Rob Johnson from CBS2. I just wanted to say that Dan Smarkowski is doing great work with Special Chronicles. I've known him for many years at various Special uh, Olympics events, and I also had the good fortune earlier in 2013, earlier this year, to interview him for my segment, Your Chicago, all the great work he did at the Roosevelt University radio station. So I just want to say Dan is doing a great job He's reaching out and telling stories about people not with disabilities, but people with ability. 
and that's the most important thing. So Dan, keep up the good work, and I can't say enough about the great work of Dan Smirkowski and Special Chronicles. And uh, Tim Schiavo, um, his mom uh, is Eunice Connie Schiavo, who founded the Special Olympics. Tim, uh, this week, uh, uh, because of the uh, weather in D.C. today, uh, he is, by the end of the week, will be uh, videota videotaping an endorsement for Special Chronicles. So that is to come. Thank you for me today. We have, Special Chronicles, his main mission is really to give voice and respect to, you know, over, uh, there's over a billion people in the world with some type of disability. And, you know, and they don't get respect. And by Daniel going out and allowing the people to tell their story, and he broadcasts it currently in over 68 countries. So it's really awesome. Uh, and we don't charge, you asked about money, we don't charge anybody with disabilities, we don't charge them. We want them to tell their story and broadcast it. Of course, we. Every continent is subject Antarctica. Yeah. Of course, we do rely on kind donations and sponsorships, and, uh, uh, which is what allows us to, you know, for all the people with special needs, uh, it allows us to be able to tell their story. Because it does cost us money to broadcast around. <laughs> If you're interested in more, I have a little flat flyer here. Please log on and take a look. Any of this stuff is available. At and even some of the audio clips that I couldn't get to, to today, um, plus even more and more to come. Right. And if you do want to donate, there's a donate button, of course, like that. And <laughs> we have a, a, a special two-hour podcast of this Sunday. No, I mean, this Saturday, December 14th, specialchronicles.com slash live podcast at 11 o'clock central. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to that On behalf of the Rotary Club of Westmont, we're happy you're here. Thank you. And I'm sure everyone is uh, not only grateful, but they've got an earful today. You raised awareness, yeah, but I think everyone is uh, compassionate with your cause. Incidentally, you. I just want to say, you did better than me. I went to Roosevelt University, and I did not graduate. <laughs> you did better than me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Special Chronicles podcast. You can leave some feedback by calling the voicemail feedback line at plus one six three zero three eight four nine one three seven. That's plus one six three zero three eight four nine one three seven. Or send an email to feedback at specialchronicles.com. That's feedback at specialchronicles.com. And be sure to visit our website for more information on the show at specialchronicles.com. That's www.specialchronicles.com. So until next time, take care. And God bless. We'll see you around.